Blog Talk Radio. I want to encourage you today, as, as the Lord is wanting to make you into a success, to begin to gather up those fragments, to begin to gather up those things that have happened that don't make sense, and see those things are part of your testimony. This is Pastor Brad Morgan of New Life Beginnings Church. It's good to be with you today. A couple nights ago, I had a dream, and in this dream, I was at my high school awards ceremony, and I was elected the most likely to succeed, and I then awoke. And when I awoke, I remembered that at my high school awards ceremony, I was not named the most likely to succeed. Jeremiah 45.5 says not to think great things for yourself. However, as I pondered this, a fact that I wasn't actually at my awards ceremony and I didn't get this award, I heard that God has another school. It's the school of the Holy Spirit. When you come to Christ, when you put your faith in Christ, when you put your trust in Christ, he enrolls you in the school of the Holy Ghost. And if if you're open, he's going to begin to teach you. He's going to begin to encourage you, comfort you, exhort you. He's going to show you where you're missing it. He's going to show you where you need to grow. Jeremiah 45.5 says not to think great things for yourself. But however, even though it says for us not to think great things for ourselves, God can, in fact, think great things for ourselves. I'm reminded of of Joshua in chapter 3 when God told Joshua, This day I will begin to exalt you in the sight of all Israel. And, uh, you know, Joshua was following Moses. Moses didn't get to enter into the promised land, but he laid his hand on Joshua before he died. And it says that some of the authority that that was in Moses, that was in his hand, some of that authority went into Joshua. And, um, That's a very interesting passage, and I've read commentaries that have said why it was some, but I have my own opinion on that. I I believe it was some because I believe Joshua respected Moses, and so there came a time, there came a point where there was an impartation that took place, and some, some of what was in Moses went into Joshua. But the reason it wasn't all was because there was going to be a part that Joshua was going to play. And in Joshua chapter 1, it it talks about the the place of the Word of God and meditating in the Word and pondering the Word and thinking the Word and speaking the Word. But he spoke to him in that first chapter, and he began to tell him not to fear. And I I think this this is one of the real hindrances to God doing great things in us, in us, to us, and through us, is the spirit of fear. Uh, Fear is false evidence that appears 
real. You know, Timothy was told to not to neglect the gift that was given him through the laying on of hands by the leadership. There was a gifting. There was something that was imparted to him, but he was told to stir up the gift of God. See, see, God will impart something. I believe God imparts something to everyone at birth, but then they have a responsibility to stir it up. God will not do the part that we're required to do, but we must stir it up. And uh, there'll be obstacles. There'll be things that come that try to hinder. There'll be distractions that come. I I say that obstacles, I've used this phrase for obstacles, that obstacles are hidden opportunities. Your Your obstacle is dressed up as an opportunity. Psalms 139, 13 through 16, For you form my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. That word covered means that, that you were wove. You were carefully wove with great care. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonder, wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. Marvelous means to perform a miracle. So we're we're a miracle. And then the psalmist says, my soul knows it very well. And I've found this is a process for our soul to begin to know that we were uniquely made. You were uniquely made. I go back to a dream, not a dream, but to a visitation that I had many years ago as I was weeping in the in the living room and I wept and I wept and I wept and when I finished weeping the Spirit of God said you have rejected the call that's on your life boy that was a this this is before I started pastoring that was a great mystery to me that I'd rejected the call I thought I was cooperating with it and then I asked God I said God what is that call and he said I've called you to be a prophet to the nations as I called Jeremiah and I told the Lord, you know, I didn't care for Jeremiah. I didn't care for, for his call. But, but it's, it, it, it wasn't that I was going to be a Jeremiah like Jeremiah was in the Old Testament, but it was that my ministry would do some of the things that Jeremiah did. And what Jeremiah did is he began to speak to, the, to a system that was not of the Lord. You know, I, I call this system a kind of a good old boy system. It's a system of sight. But he told Jeremiah, I want you to rise. And, and he called him when he was 17 years old. And he said, do not say that you are a youth. For you're going to go wherever I've wherever I tell you to go. And you're going to say whatever I've told you to say. And, and oh, by the way, people are going to fight you. People are going to oppose you. But I, I'm going to strengthen you. And I'm going to help you to overcome every attack and and to stay standing psalms 139:15 my frame was not hidden from you when i was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed and in your book they all were written the days fashioned for me when as yet there was none of them how precious also are your thoughts to me, O God! How great is 
is the sum of them. You know, I saw something in this verse 17 that I hadn't seen before. How precious also are your thoughts to me. And I wrote down thoughts are the giftings of God. Thoughts are also the gifts of the Spirit. God has gifts of the Holy Spirit. He has the the motivational gifts in chapter 12. He has the manifestation gifts in 1 Corinthians 12, 12. And he says, how great are all these gifts? How great are your thoughts concerning me? And God's thoughts concerning us is that we would live a supernatural life. And he says, how great is the sum of them? If I could count them, they would be more in number than the sand. When I am awake, I am still with you. As I was growing in the Christian life, I heard the phrase that God has a plan for your life. And I believe that. I believe God has, in this scripture, says the days in your your book, they all were written. But, you know, not only does God have a plan, but God has plans. Because men make choices we make choices sometimes that are outside of what the will of god is but but god is so resourceful he's able to take your plan and make it a part of his plan i'm thinking about when they fed the five thousand and jesus said gather up the fragments that nothing would be wasted and this is what the lord does there's there's things that happen in our lives that are like fragments they don't makes sense they're like vanilla you know no one eats some vanilla i'm not talking about vanilla ice cream but i'm talking about the vanilla you use in a cake no one eats that or drinks that vanilla alone but you need vanilla to make a cake right i'll tell you what you need and god allows some some sour to happen that there might be the sweet and so God says, gather up the fragments. I want to encourage you today, as, as the Lord is wanting to make you into a success, to begin to gather up those fragments, to begin to gather up those things that have happened that don't make sense, and see those things are part of your testimony. Because maybe you, you didn't overcome right away. Maybe it looked like you were going in the wrong direction but still, even go, looking like you were going in the wrong direction, God sustained you, sustained you, and God strengthened you in that time. And so God has elected us as the most likely to succeed if we'll enter into this school of the Holy Ghost. The word challenges means the call to engage in a contest fight or competition i want to tell you something there's challenges to to walk into what god has for you and then opportunity means a set of circumstances that makes it possible to do something i love that an opportunity and you know sometimes the opportunities he he told the church of philadelphia that he'd given them an open door an open door which no man can shut And sometimes in God's eyes, that door is huge. It is huge. It is wide open. But in our eyes, sometimes we can just see a a crack. We can just see a crack. We can just hear a, a, a still, small voice. 
I wanted to give you this quote from All the Places to Go, a book I read, How Will You Know? Abram and Sarai, today is today, so get your dad Tara and get on your way. You will wander like no man's, and I even think maybe you might have a non, a genarian baby. You'll be marked by your faith. You'll be marked by a vision. You'll be marked by you might not love this circumcision. Like stars in the sky, your descendants will be, though you will tell lies indiscriminately. You'll get lost and afraid and confused and be bad, badly afraid. You will wait till quite late, and mistakes will be made. You won't know what to say. You won't know what to do. But all peoples on earth will get blessings through you. With your muddled up faith, you'll do more than you know, and I promise you this, oh, the places you'll go. God says, I've set before you an open door, not I have set before you an open script. In the Bible, when God calls someone to do something, no one responds by saying, I'm ready. I'm reminding of the, of the passage in Mark, and it says, In Simon, he surnamed Peter. I heard a message many time, years ago that said, In Simon, he surnamed Peter in preparation for the apostolic ministry. Simon means a reed blown here, uh, blown blown there, blown everywhere. And Simon, he surnamed Peter. Peter means a rock, strong stability. But Peter also means one who hears. And Simon, one who wasn't steady, one who was here and there and everywhere, he surnamed Peter. He began to call him one who hears, one who hears me. And because he hears me, I'm going to make him an apostle of the church. And because he hears me, he's going to preach the first sermon, the first sermon of the church the day of Pentecost after he'd failed so badly. You know, failure just means you tried to do something. And maybe you tried to do the wrong thing, but failure does not make you a failure. Failure is an opportunity for you to grow. Failure is an opportunity for you to mature. Failure is an opportunity for you to develop. Failure is an opportunity for you to know how not to do that the next time. God has called you to be the most likely to succeed because of his hand on your life as you listen to him and as you obey him. Father, I pray for my listening audience today. I pray that you bless my listening audience. I thank you for the anointing of the Holy Spirit on them today. And I thank you for encouraging them. I thank you for strengthening them. Wherever this word goes out, I thank you for using it for the kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, this is Pastor Brad Morgan. It was good being with you today. I hope you enjoyed the message. I would like to encourage you to visit our website at newlifebeginningschurch.com. That's newlifebeginningschurch.com. There's a secure site there where you can sow into this ministry. 
If you would like to sow by mail, our address is New Life Beginnings Church, P.O. Box 203, Patterson, Texas 77466. If you do not have a church home, I want to invite you to come visit ours. Our Sunday service is at 1030. The church address is 5609 FM 359 North, Brookshire, Texas 77423. We offer child care for the four-year-olds and younger. We also offer children's church for the five-year-olds up to fifth grade twice a month. On Wednesday nights, we reach out to kids in the Brookshire Patterson area. We have service and classes that start at 7 p.m. If you have prayer requests or would like to speak with us, our church phone number is 281-802-8094. You can contact me by email at bmorgan542 at gmail.com. That's bmorgan542 at gmail.com. This program is sponsored by New Life Beginnings Church. And again, this is Pastor Brad Morgan, and I would like to remind you the best is yet to come. We love you, and thanks for listening.